You know, one thing that I think I've heard the story of, but I don't know a lot about, is the time you got a bear with your bow and arrow. Well, that wasn't the biggest bear in the world, but... But it was a bear with your bow and arrow. My dad loves the outdoors, especially hunting and fishing. He's 84 years old now, which means he's got a lifetime of great stories to tell. So that's what this show is. I'm Eldon Nelson, and this is Hunting and Fishing Stories with my dad, Gene. Lived down in south-central Colorado in Alamosa, and... Uh, gone up deer hunting and the San Juans and uh, managed to shoot a pretty nice buckskin with my bow and arrow. We hung it in a tree overnight and because uh, we were going to leave and come home the next day. So I went to get the deer and the deer was gone <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> went down where the deer had been hanging but it was laying on the ground and that time of year, the deer were in their velvet, and the velvet was chewed off the horns, and it was obvious that a bear had worked on the deer. But the deer was still okay. It was cold, and there's no bear there. So we hung the deer back up on the tree and went up to the truck to eat a sandwich, but it was in view of the deer. and Looked down there. And Did you suspect at that point that it was a... Well, fellow, it was a bear, or did you have any idea? No, kind of thought it might have been a bear, but uh, didn't see anything or didn't look for any marks. But uh, up from the truck, we saw the bear come back out of the woods and and reach up and try to pull the deer out of the tree and work on it again. And since we've been bow hunting, I had my bow and arrow in the pickup truck, and so I just reached through the window. <laughs> and walked down to where the deer was, and the bear was on the opposite side of the tree. And I managed to move around, so there was one opening through the branches to where the bear was, and I thought, okay. if I put the arrow right through that opening, I'll get the bear. And it was during those days when... Apparently, so be, just to sort of get a better, a good sense of where you are and where the bear is, first of all, how big is this bear? Oh, it turned out to be about five feet long. Mm -hmm. so, How much would you guess it weighed? Oh, maybe 150. Mm -hmm. So, And that brown bear, right? Yeah, just a, one of the common brown bears that they have in Colorado. No, there are no grizzlies left. Mm. But uh, <clears throat> I managed to put the arrow through the opening, and the bear ran away. And I looked out in the meadow. And I could see an arrow sticking up. And I thought, well, that's strange. I Nobody's been hunting around here. As I got closer, I could see the arrow. And I shoot arrows with uh, two red fletchings and one white one. Mm -hmm. And this one had all red ones. And I thought, well, that really is strange. So I looked at the arrow, and sure enough, it was my arrow. It gone all the way through the bear. And oh, we managed to track the bear down after giving it a little while, and the bear was dead. And so we, in Colorado those days, you could um, 
hunt any of the big game with a sportsman license, which included uh, bear, deer, elk, antelope, and I think that was it. So mm-hmm. It was all legal to get. And so skinned the bear, had a rug made out of it, and we had the bear butchered and tried a little bit of it. Then I asked all the friends that I could come up with if they'd like to try some bear meat. And I, most of the people said, yeah, they'd like to try it. But nobody came back for a second. <laughs> Bears, at least that one, wasn't that good eating. Bear. I was going to, so. So, what is your recollection of how bear meat tastes? I don't. I. I. I must have been one of the people who tried some, but I don't remember anything about. I remember the bear rug very clearly because that was in the, uh, in the family room floor. You know, floor. Well, I tried to hang it on the wall for uh-huh. a while, but that didn't go along too well. So. <laughs> but it seemed logical to me to have a bear rug hanging on the wall so all could see it. But Sure. But the, that bear rug and the head mount has been fun to have over the years because the grandkids, especially Kellen's, uh, uh Casey had come over and she just loved to be scared by that bear rug. And so I'd take it out and lay it on the floor and should run in a bedroom or somewhere else, look at it and come away screaming. And then the next time she wanted to do the same thing. So anyway, you may have had some of the bear to eat, but it might've been disguised as elk or deer. We just didn't tell you. So what, how do you remember it tasting? I thought it tasted pretty greasy. Uh-huh. And, uh, not a very good flavor to it. And so that's all I remember yeah. about it. You didn't necessarily come back for seconds yourself. No, I didn't. We don't. I think we tried to give it all away and nobody came back for seconds. <laughs> so when you bring, when you bring up bear meat um, it, it, and that probably it, it, I might have thought that it was something else. One thing that I do remember as a kid is that is going to a McDonald's and thinking that uh, hamburger tasted weird just because I think most of the meat that we ate as kids was either elk or deer. So how... What what percentage of the meat that we ate as kids do you think was elk or deer? Well, in those days, uh, you could hunt elk and deer, uh, either with a rifle or a bow and arrow or both. And so it was possible then to get an elk with a bow and arrow and then go out and hunt during the archery season or the rifle season and get one with a rifle. And the same with the deer. So it might have been 75, 25% of mm-hmm. hamburger and rose. And I, I don't think I appreciated at the time how good elk is. That it, I get maybe as an adult, you, you sort of notice a little bit uh, different things than you do as a kid. But elk steaks are really good. Is Yeah, it's really, uh, really good food. Elk and deer feed on different vegetation mm-hmm. so the deer is a little more wild tasting they call it but elk browse a whole lot more like 
livestock, cattle, and uh, they're just a different animal. And they, the elk meat really is good. Except one year, I had gotten a, a deer with my bow, and then shortly after that, I got an elk with my bow. And I had the two uh, packages or buckets or containers full of meat to be ground up and make hamburger out of some of it. Mm -hmm. Well, I, when I took it to the uh, meat processing place, I told them I wanted to keep them separate. separate. But when I went back to pick it up, they had mixed them all together. <laughs> so we had deer meat and elk meat mixed together and all packaged, and uh, that was oh, not... Oh, so we just didn't know which was which. No. And I, it, and I was it, wondering, had it been ground together? Was it sort of a, a deer elk hamburger, or yeah, that's it was just ground together. Okay, and we'd uh, usually get a little bit of beef fat uh, mm -hmm. because the deer and the elk meat were so very beef. lean. There's yeah. not much fat in it, and mix a little bit of beef fat and trimmed off at the butcher shop and have that ground up with it. Uh, I don't remember the percentage, but it wasn't very much, just enough to give it uh, some beef to fat to cook it with. So the deer and the elk were mixed together that year, and we ate it all. How did we like it? It was really good. You think deer and elk together, that's an unusual combination, but one you wouldn't mind doing again with a little bit of beef fat brought in to give it some extra flavor? Probably would. That seemed to be a pretty good combination. But <laughs> even with the deer alone, I think we ate it all the time. I grew up. And a family with a father that loved to deer hunt, and that was in Utah. And, and during those days, um, a lot of hunters didn't hunt elk. There weren't that many around. around. It was hard to get a permit. Right. So my dad hunting always got a deer. And so I grew up eating deer meat, thinking that was just fine. That's the kind of meat. I thought everybody ate them, but I didn't learn till later that some people didn't. Didn't care for it that much, huh? It, so, if you were to, if you, you, if you were to rank deer, elk, bear, I'm, I, I can tell already, bear's a distant third. Which is better, deer or elk? I think the elk is far better, mm -hmm. just for eating. And as far as hunting them with a the bow and arrow, it's it's uh, also more challenging and more enjoyable the, you can bugle and mimic the bull elk calling and they'll sometimes respond to that and we never had any luck with deer doing that at all people grunt for deer but uh, bull elk bugle and it's a real wild piercing sound that you uh, would never miss if you heard it once let's talk about bow hunting versus rifle hunting. And you, you, you've mentioned before that your dad hunted with rifle, and I know you've hunted with rifle as well, but I always think of you as a bow and arrow hunter first and foremost. Is that right? Or if, if you were to choose one or the other, you could only rifle hunt or you could only bow hunt, which would you pick and why? Well, in later years, I just bow hunted because in Colorado, they it used to be what they'd have, the season was called uh, uh, one and only, or mm -hmm. either or. You could hunt with a bow or with a rifle 
in the same season that was legal. And then there got to be more bow hunters, so they changed a lot of the, if you, if you bow hunted, you could not rifle hunt in the same year. And so it always seemed more enjoyable to go out bow hunting. So I just chose to go bow hunting. It was a nicer time of year. It's usually all the month of September and not many people around. And, and um, uh, it's just a more enjoyable time, an enjoyable time to be out in the mountains. Nothing against rifle hunting. It's just that uh, it's a pleasant time of year and, and uh, there's a good chance of getting one. You would have to spend more days hunting with a bow for each animal you got than with a rifle because with a rifle you can shoot across the canyon and still get one mm-hmm. but with a bow you got to be within 25 30 40 yards away and getting close is the key thing and so it's just, it takes a little more skill a little more um, satisfaction to get a bull elk with a bow than it does with a rifle you enjoy the bow hunting because it's harder and takes longer is is that it or is is the the uh the sneaking up on the tracking the finding is is that a part of it as well well i think it all kind of adds in there with bow hunting when it's strictly you have to practice a lot before, mm-hmm. before you go out with a rifle you just go out with a rifle and put the scope on it and pull the trigger that's it for this episode If you have a question for my dad, you can email me at eldennelson at gmail.com. That's E-L-D-E-N-N-E-L-S-O-N at gmail.com. I'll have more stories soon. Thanks for listening to Hunting and Fishing Stories with my dad, Gene.